0: Happy New Year! Yes, yes, it's me, Chris Spinner, and I welcome you back to the Wish House. And what a year we just said goodbye to. Anyone else happy to see 22 go? I've heard so many people say it was such an odd year, a difficult year. It seemed to start out okay, and then it just kind of blew up. For me, personally, a tough year with a lot of lessons taught, and a lot of opportunity to learn. So I'm going to take advantage of that situation and begin 23 with a little bit of an excavation of 22. So grab your beverage. I have mine. And here we go. Straight ahead. So, hello, hello, hello. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. 2022 was like a crazy cruise. I feel like I just docked at the port and I'm still kind of getting my sense of stability on dry land once again. And I'm not silly enough to think that 2023 isn't going to bring some twists and turns, but 2022, that was a big one. It was incredibly emotional, it was incredibly stressful but incredibly instructive and it added more layers to my experience and now it's time to pay that forward. I guess it's my 39 years of educational experience that reminds me when we learn, we must share, we must teach. So here we are. You know, I've been sending picture holiday cards since Anthony was born. So that's 27 years of sending picture holiday cards and this year I didn't think I was going to have enough time to actually execute that. But it was a picture on the website of the long-term care community that my mom now resides in that changed my mind. Yes, so this was the year that I had to make the hard decision that my mom would be best served at this point in her life in a long-term care community. And she fought it. She's been fighting it for years. 94 years old and stubborn, vibrant, full of life, And wanting to do things her own way, she's been needing a lot more help than she's been receiving for the past few years. And it was inevitable that something was going to occur that was going to make home care for her not an option. And it wasn't an easy decision. It's so hard to be in charge of somebody else's life, of somebody else's well-being. And of course, I've been doing that for years with my son, but the vibe is so different when it's a parent and it's just me making the decision. So in our immediate family, it was my mom, my dad, my brother, myself. My brother is gone. My father is gone. So the buck stopped here. Thank God for the support of my cousins. Invaluable family. But you'll hear about that in a few moments. And the mixed feelings, so many mixed feelings as I proceeded Down the path of this new journey, so many triggers, so many unresolved issues, you're dealing with what's tangibly in front of you and what's swirling around inside of you. Not an easy year. But back to my holiday card. So on the website of the long-term care community, they had posted a picture of my mom and I from their Halloween celebration. I spent Halloween with my mom this year. We both dressed up as hippies and we had a blast. I live two hours away, which isn't terribly long, but I'm stretched between mom and my son. So my schedule is a little hectic, but I make sure I'm a presence there. And I'm there usually every eight to 10 days for about two or three days. But it was such a nice picture. There was my mom sitting in her wheelchair, and there I was behind the chair, kind of leaning forward. And she had this little basket of hippie necklaces that we were going through the halls and handing out. And she looked so happy, but it wasn't lost on me that she was in a wheelchair. I'm living in the days when my mother is in a wheelchair. But the photo felt so poignant to me because even in this new normal, There was joy to be found. And I thought, I'm gonna build a holiday card around this picture. And I did. So I made a collage of the highlights of my year. Pictures of Anthony, pictures of my mom, pictures of me. And then it was time to write something on the back. And I feel like what I wrote just came pouring out of me. An open, honest, authentic stream of consciousness. And so the back of my holiday card is going to be the basis for my first podcast in the new year. And so here we go. A profoundly emotional year for me. A year where things changed in an instant. Some things felt great, some not so much. Yet when all is said and done, things are always as they should be. I think that's everyone's year, but it's the last sentence for me. When all is said and done, things are always as they should be. And I believe that. I know, like I know, like I know, everything happens for our higher good. But here's the thing. Just because things are happening for your higher good doesn't always mean you have to like it. But the key is practicing the fine art of staying present and believing that everything is going to be as it should be. You have to practice that though. You can't get in your own way. And it's so much better to go through life knowing that what's happening is purposeful, is purposeful for your alignment. Have I mastered this 100%? No, but I'm way better at it now than I was 10 years ago. I may be white knuckling through the situation, but I know the light is at the other end. I know the peace is at the other end. And my fear is lessened. And I know that as long as I'm living, life is gonna throw me these curves life is going to throw me these whirlwind situations, but I secretly like it because I know that the result of it is going to be another incredibly rich and thick layer of wisdom that I get to incorporate in my life and share with others. Onward to the next paragraph. My card went on to say, this year's reminder, life is beautiful and big and messy and awful and awesome all at the same time. And it takes a lifetime to learn how to be accepting and grateful for it all. Length of years is a privilege denied to many. But if you're blessed enough to get that, if you're lucky enough to receive that gift length of years, and if you're fortunate enough to enter that stage of your life with your mind intact, then you get to experience the joy of life Full circle. I want that. And I feel privileged to be watching my mom come to those accepting realizations of a long life. It's such a gift to be a part of that. But make no mistake, it's not smooth and easy. Sometimes it's downright difficult. The mother daughter relationship is very complicated. And in my case, there's no buffers, there's no dad, there's no siblings. Just me ever navigating. And there's no GPS for this one. In this journey, you're learning as you go along. But I'm a learner. So even in the harshness, I'm taking copious notes. And once I have enough aha moments, I'm so excited to share it. So don't get down when it's all falling apart. Take small steps to find your purpose in it. You need messy in order to have clean. And you need awful in order to have awesome. Okay, so now... The five bullet points I put on the back of the holiday card, sentences that describe my year. So I'm going to read it, tell you the lesson I learned from it, and then I'm going to throw the ball to you in hopes that my lessons can inspire you as you go along your journey. So number one, this was a year where family reigned supreme. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I don't know what I would have done without my cousins. My aunts and uncles did an incredible job because these are stellar human beings. Growing up, there were 18 of us, but three have crossed over. So there's 15 now, many with partners, many with kids, some with grandkids. We're all very different people. We're a very close family, but we're not in each other's business. You know, we're not in each other's faces, but everyone's there when you need them. My mom is the last one of her generation. Everybody else has lost their parents. And my mom is sort of the matriarch of the family, and she's incredibly beloved. And that was lucky for me, because as these past years have been unfolding, they were all there on the front lines when I couldn't be there. And this year, they allowed me to lean into them. They helped me make decisions, supported me, and continue to support me as I go down this path. Now, I'd be a little remiss if I didn't mention my two nieces, because they're equally up to the task. They're right in there on the emotional support, on the physical support. It's an unbelievable gift for me to see these two young ladies grow into the capable women they are. And one of the perks of this whole situation is that when I go to visit my mom now and stay two or three days, I stay at different cousins' homes. And I'm getting to spend time with my family much more than I would have if my mom had remained home. And I know moving forward, If things go in the natural order, when my mom isn't here, I won't be going up to Connecticut as often as I do now. I won't be there every eight to 10 days. So I'm staying incredibly present and feeling incredibly grateful for the time I'm getting to spend with my family, in their homes, in their routines. Being in their space has been the most incredible gift of 2022. So what's the lesson I learned from this? There's nothing like family. Family is beyond important. But I don't say that flippantly because so many families are broken. So many families are unhealthy. And I know that because I came from an immediate broken family and they're not here anymore. And I wish they were, but the dynamic between myself My nieces, myself, and my cousins is very different than the dynamic of our immediate family. So, you might be listening to this and thinking, I have a family that's broken. I have a family that's unhealthy. So, create a family. Make sure you have a community base. Make sure you have a friend base. Make sure you have people around you that function as a family unit. I have, I know we all have people that aren't blood related that are just as important in the family circle. There are people that will love you unconditionally. Find those people, accept those people. There's going to come a time when you're going to need that circle. Look for it, hang on to it, and be it for someone else. Bullet point number two. This was a year where Anthony thrived. My son, Anthony, he remained a beacon of hope through days that were pretty dark and pretty scary and pretty harsh and pretty difficult. What's the lesson there? Expect the unexpected. And I'm passing that right on to you. Always expect the unexpected. The universe will balance it all out for you. Bullet point number three, this was a year where I learned what courage and strength really mean. And this strength and courage was typified in so many different situations. So I'll start with me. I needed to dig deep to access the strength and courage to make some unprecedented hard calls on my mother's behalf, things that would affect her and impact our family, while remaining confident in those actions. I had to muster up the courage to have conversations about health issues with my mom, no matter how uncomfortable. I needed to access my inner strength daily to balance my life, which had become caretaker extreme, not just mom, but carving out the quality time my son needed. And both of these situations required incredible amounts of personal energy. So did I burn out periodically? Yep. Did I need a lot of support? Yep. But there's strength in that too. Admitting when you need help and knowing when to cry uncle, if even for a short time. And then there's the strength I got to witness in my mom, her courage to move forward in a new way of living. 94 years of only one way, only one mindset, only one set of ideas. And now everything's new, new physical space, new friends, the relying on strangers to help care for you in the most intimate ways, staying strong while attempting to preserve your dignity, waking up every morning and doing your best to make a choice to move forward positively. Not so easy. And not so easy for her. And not so easy for me on the receiving end of that. So what was my lesson? Simple summary. We are way stronger than we think. And like the lion and the wizard of Oz, we sometimes allow our fear to take over and make us believe that we haven't any courage, but it's there. You have to chip away at the fear and then revel in your own power. Even if it's self-backpats for small steps in the courage department every day. Bullet point number four. This was a year where I learned more about the meaning and actions of love. Love, a four letter word that packs a punch. Do you ever think of how many situations live inside of those four letters? We see the word and we tend to think of romance being swept off of our feet. Well, that's one purview. But this year, I got to see and experience firsthand, unbridled, unapologetic love in all of its unconditionalness and unselfishness. The love of doing what's good for and right for another person, regardless. The love of putting one's life on hold for another. The love of physically doing for another. The love of sacredly cherishing someone else's home and life accumulations and giving deep honor to that. The love of making space for a family member to be in your home, in your space, the finding of room in your inn, so to speak. The love shown by people who work in a caregiving community. The kindness of strangers, the understanding of another person's plight. The daily effort to make life in its closing chapters wonderful for someone else. There really are so many good people in this world. So what's my lesson? Love is all around. So be joyful and happy in the receiving of it. And be love. Be joyful in the giving of it. The Beatles were totally right it's all we need. And bullet point number five, this was a year that has made me feel blessed and exponentially more grateful for absolutely everything. The one thing I can tell you I did throughout the entire past year was stay present and stay grateful. I made sure I didn't miss any of the things that were coming toward me, That would make me feel grateful for them. I was constantly looking up and saying thank you. I mean, that's what I do. I look up. That's where we think all good is. At least that's what we're taught, right? Up is good. So that's definitely my habit. I'm always looking up and saying thank you. I'm surprised I don't have neck problems for the amount of time I looked up in 2022. But I'm serious. I stayed grateful. Because so many wonderful people came my way to assist in ways I never thought would be possible. And I think all that seemingly good fortune or good luck or answer to prayers came from the gratefulness. I mean, the laws of attraction tell you the number one emotion that you should have when you're desiring, when you're manifesting is gratefulness. And I think that's why so many things went my way this year because I remained grateful. But remember, just because things were going my way doesn't mean those things were comfortable or not difficult or that the road was easy to navigate, because it wasn't. But I believe that the staying grateful is what helped me thrive and not merely survive. So yeah, it was a year. But I really believe that the richness of experience and the depth of emotion of that year is what's going to propel me into the new year with serious confidence and incredible personal power. So let's get you some of that too. That was pretty deep. So let me wrap up my bullet points and give you a little cheat sheet to start 2023. Number one, family. There's all different kinds. So create one, be one, find one, lean into one. Number two, expect the unexpected. And it's so much fun to get a surprise. Number three, you are stronger than you know. And don't let fear cover your courage. Number four, give love, accept love, be love. And number five, be grateful, stay grateful, and look up and say thank you. You didn't think I could wrap that up so quickly, did you? That's because I'm full of surprises. And here we go into a new year of surprises. What's the famous quote, Rainer Maria Roca? And now we welcome the new year full of things that have never been, full of so many possibilities. This is the year we're going to say, it's not impossible, but I'm possible. And be easy on yourself. Remember, it does take a village, not just to raise our kids, but to raise ourselves. Godspeed in 2023. Here we go.